Have you been wanting to start and grow a brand on Instagram, but decided against it because you don't want to show your face? There are a lot of reasons why someone might not want their face to be the face of their Instagram. Maybe you don't have the time to take photos of yourself that will stay consistent with your brand, or maybe you're just a little shy and might be a little bit worried about showing up in such a personal and public way online. But no matter the reason, it's 100% possible to grow a brand on Instagram without showing your face or without being the face of your brand. So what are you waiting for? Grab your pen and paper and stay tuned in, friends, because today we are going to talk about how to grow an Instagram without it being a personal brand. Welcome to the Creator Club podcast produced by Creatorly Media. I'm your host, Katie Steckley. I'm a side hustle YouTuber turned six-figure CEO that's obsessed with social media, making content, and building communities. Here on the Creator Club podcast, we dive deep into the social media and content creation strategies that are important to you as a creator. Whether you want to grow on Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, or with a podcast, we've got advice for you. So stay tuned for my workshop style solo shows and the occasional expert interview. Oh, and by the way, this club is open to everyone. Whether you have one or 1 million followers, there's a seat for you at the table. So let's get into it. before we get into today's episode, I have to say a big thank you to the reviewer of the week. This week's review comes from Abigail and Abigail titled her review, binge worthy, entertaining, and like chatting with a friend. And Abigail writes, this is one of my favorite podcasts to listen to. If you are someone who is leveraging social media as a platform to inspire, entertain, or build a business, Katie is your girl. Every week she delivers a podcast episode that has actual tips you can use that day and keeps us all updated on the ever-changing strategies. I've listened to every episode at least twice and will continue to come back for more. Sincerely, Abigail or at Abigail Ashby Biz on Instagram. Thank you, Abigail, for your very, very kind review. If you listening have maybe tuned in for a couple episodes now, but have not yet left a rating or review of our show, it really would mean a lot to me if you would take a minute out of your day and write a quick review, letting us know what you think of the show on Apple Podcasts. You can give us that five-star rating, write a quick review, and it would mean a lot to me because it's the number one way that you can help us continue to grow our show. So, I won't dwell long on that today, but just remember that if you want to help support the Creator Club podcast, leave us a review. I'd really, really appreciate it. Before truly diving into some actionable steps you can take to grow a no-face brand on Instagram, or what I tend to call a business brand, let's talk about the pros and cons of having a personal brand where you show your face versus a business brand where you don't necessarily show your face in your Instagram content. So the pros of not using your face as the presence of your brand on Instagram are you can create templates for most types of post formats. It makes batching easier since most of what you create will probably be graphics or featuring content from other creators 
You're writing as your brand, not yourself, which is less pressure than writing as yourself and feeling like people are going to judge you as an individual. So it can sometimes feel a little bit more comfortable to write from the position of your brand rather than as you as an individual. And finally, it gives you a sense of privacy. So if you're a pretty private person and you would prefer to kind of keep your personal life separate from your business life, then having a no face brand on Instagram can be a good way to do that. The cons of not being the embodied presence of your brand online, so of not showing your face, are, first of all, you're going to have less personal connection with your audience because it can be a little bit more challenging to humanize a faceless brand. In general, it seems that having a personal brand on Instagram can lead to people getting to know you faster. They feel like they know you as a person. Humans are kind of wired to remember faces, so they're more likely to remember you from your face than from your logo. And ultimately, this can just make it a little bit more difficult to grow your audience or to achieve the kind of engagement that you might expect if you were growing a personal brand. So just keep those pros and cons in mind as you are kind of researching how you would grow as like a faceless brand on Instagram and whether or not that makes sense for your goals and, you know, is going to be kind of what you're expecting it to be. Let's just take, for example, my personal brand and the Creatorly Media Instagram. These are the perfect examples of a personal brand where I am present and I show my face. I'm on stories every day. It's photos of me versus a faceless or a business brand where there is no one person behind the brand. It's our team. We work on it collaboratively. Now, obviously, I've been working on my personal brand for years, which is why I have a lot more followers, obviously, on my personal brand than on the Creatorly Media page. But with Creatorly, we actually started that Instagram back in about June of 2021. And we got a decent number of followers right off the hop because I shouted it out on my personal page. So that brought us around 700 to 800 followers. But after that, I really kind of stopped mentioning Creatorly too often in my personal content. And even still, it's really continued to grow. Like I would say the Creatorly Media page has quite an impressive growth rate. Since late June, we've gained over 1,300 followers and have a reach of about 300 to 1,000 impressions per post. And that is without having any kind of personal brand presence behind the account. So that is to say, you can have a lot of success with a quote-unquote faceless brand, but there's also lots of benefits to having a personal brand. And ultimately, it's going to come down to your comfort level and what makes sense for your specific brand, especially if the product or service that you're maybe selling with your business is going to be relatable to a target demographic that's maybe like not you, then having a business brand instead of you as a personal brand might help you connect with that target demographic a little bit more. So there's lots of different circumstances that could come up here that sort of makes it more beneficial for you to go one way or the other. So think about it for yourself. Try to make the decision based more on strategy rather than on being scared of taking photos of yourself. And with that being said, let's talk about how you can grow a business brand or a faceless Instagram account using our experience with growing the Creatorly Media account. 
The first thing that I'm going to suggest you try when you set out growing your faceless Instagram account is to reshare TikToks as reels. You might have noticed us resharing TikToks on our creatorly media Instagram as a pretty big part of our strategy. Resharing TikToks as a reel not only helps expand your reach, but also is a great way to network with other creators. If you want this to be an effective strategy, there are three things you really need to do. One, you need to make sure that you remove the TikTok watermark. We like to use a website called SnapTick and it works really great. Basically, you just go on SnapTick, you paste in the link of the TikTok that you want to share, and it will allow you to download it without any watermarks. Two, you need to give the original creator credit for their work. We always like to put TikTok by and then their Instagram handle so that it's actually linked because that I think is the most fair way to actually shout someone out. You could just type in their TikTok handle, but Really, no one is going to go and search for them in TikTok, but if you tag them on Instagram, not only are you giving them a really nice shout out to their Instagram page where you can hopefully, you know, drive traffic their direction, but you're also giving yourself a chance to network with someone new. So you are getting the chance to tag them. They will be brought to your profile if they are your target audience, which sometimes is the case with the TikToks that we share on the Creatorly page. We have the chance to get a whole new follower here. And a lot of the time creators will comment on the post saying, thanks so much for the feature or the shout out. So that can be another great way for you to just generate that little boost of engagement to your content as well by having the chance to tag somebody. TikTok reshares have helped us share fun and valuable content without having to actually create it ourselves. And this also has allowed us to build relationships with both our audience and the original creator. Because when you're resharing TikTok content, you kind of join your audience in a way from their perspective because you're both there appreciating the content from the featured creator. So when your audience comments on it, saying like, oh, that's so funny or that's super useful, you can kind of relate to them and reply by saying, oh yeah, we thought it was super helpful too, or yeah, we never thought of that before. And so it kind of brings you into that relationship with your audience in a slightly different way. And like I was saying before, it gives you the opportunity to tag someone new, network with another creator, and potentially get some engagement from them. And they might even end up following you too, if they like the other stuff that you've posted on your account. So I would say right now in our current state of affairs on Instagram, resharing TikToks as reels is going to be the number one strategy you want to use if you are growing a business brand or a faceless Instagram. Another type of content that we have experimented with with our clients is B-roll reels. So in case you've never come across the term before, B-roll is basically a term in the filmmaking world for footage that is not of your immediate subject. So it might be, you know, footage of the exterior of a building or of somebody making coffee or of, you know, feet walking past on the sidewalk. Whatever it is, it's just kind of atmospheric stock footage that adds to the, you know, aesthetic or the story that you're telling with your content. So what we like to do with B-roll reels is we gather stock footage from um, a site called Storyblocks, but you can also find stock footage on Canva or Pexels. There's lots of different options for that. And then basically you can pair this stock footage with 
music, text, or even a voiceover if you're comfortable using your voice, but not necessarily your face. You can do a voiceover, but something that we like to do a lot for our clients is just use um, stock footage and then add text because a lot of people actually are watching reels without audio. Um, that tends to be a more common user experience on Instagram than on TikTok. So it can be really good to make your reels text heavy. So they're easy to read either in the regular feed or in the reels feed. And then if you just find some stock footage that sort of suits your brand, you have the chance to share um, a message through text or like emojis popping up or whatever other graphics you want to use. And so this is a way for you to create your own custom reels without having to actually show your face or do a little dance video or whatever it might be. So there are possibilities for creating original reels. You just have to be a little bit more creative and use some other tools like Canva or, you know, like your, your typical video editor. For example, we use Premiere Pro, but there's so many options out there. The next type of content that really can help grow a faceless brand account on Instagram is stock photos. If you want to humanize your brand but aren't wanting to show your face, you could always use copyright-free stock photos or if you have a subscription to something like Social Squares, which is what we tend to use, then you know you can pay to have some more higher quality stock photos you can use as well. If you need a shot of someone on their phone, you can just search using phone in the Canva photos section or on Pexels and voila, you'll be met with an abundance of folks using their phones in photos, which might be applicable to whatever your caption could be. Maybe you wanna post a photo of someone climbing a mountain, done, you can find that. There are so many different platforms where you can find high quality stock photos which can really add to the aesthetic of your brand in your Instagram grid um, or complement a carousel or other graphics that you're making. Another type of content that I want you to consider is reels and photos of your surroundings. So just because it's a faceless brand doesn't mean that you can't capture custom content yourself. So you could take a picture of your office space or maybe of a coffee shop you visited. You can add a splash of your personal life without having to be the star of the show and showing pictures of yourself all the time. One great example of how to execute this well would be an interior designer. You could easily have a faceless brand where you inspire others to do projects around their homes, but you share photos of the interior design work you do rather than photos of you in those settings. So when you're thinking about doing a faceless brand, remember not to limit yourself to only using stock photos or featuring content from other people, but think about how you could capture custom content in your own setting without you necessarily having to pose and be in those photos. Another type of content that is super beneficial for growing a faceless Instagram account is graphics. So this one might sound obvious, but there are so many different types of graphics you can create. One Instagram account that I want to shout out is at the every girl. This is one that my team and I have glanced at many times over the years as a really great example of an account that does a mixture of all the things that I've been talking about today, as well as graphics without ever showing the social media manager or the creator behind the post. So here's a list of the various different kinds of graphic styles that you might want to try. You could create carousels. Those have been really, really popular lately where you basically take 
a kind of blog post or like a longer form message and then you turn it into slides that can be uploaded as a carousel. Other popular formats that seem to perform well include graphs and charts, anything that's visual. Like think about how you can turn the message of your caption into an infographic and it'll be way more engaging than if it was just text. You can also try sharing quotes in the form of tweet graphics. That's something that we like to do a lot. So you can easily just go and crowdsource that by going on Twitter and finding good quotes, or you can write your own quotes in the form of a tweet. And it just seems to be a visual format that translates really well. People recognize it really immediately and it tends to get shared a lot. Another format you could try is lists or steps. So again, this can work really well in the form of a carousel. And because it's so clearly a step-by-step guide, it'll help people continue to scroll through and see all of those different pages of your carousel. And finally, sharing memes is a really great graphic format that we found a lot of success with. So what I mean by that is sharing a GIF or a still image and then some kind of caption along with it that would be funny or relatable to your audience. If you add a variety of these graphic styles to your strategy, along with some of the other mentioned post types, this will provide you with a well-rounded feed without ever having to show your face. Now, what about stories? We talked a lot about different types of feed content that you can create when you don't want to share photos of yourself, but stories can be pretty difficult if you're not taking photos of yourself or videos, right? I think we all kind of wonder, what are you going to do if you're not going to show yourself on stories? Well, you might have noticed if you follow the Creatorly Media Instagram account, which if you don't, go check us out at Creatorly Media on Instagram, that we post a story every day. Again, without ever showing anybody's face. So here's a few different types of stories that you can create without having to just snap a photo or video of yourself. The main one you'll see on the creatorly media stories is what I like to call story graphics or story carousels. We create graphic design stories ahead of time that we schedule through later. And by the way, if you need help on how to create and schedule your stories, make sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel, creatorly media, because we've got a video coming out on Wednesday about exactly how to do that. So go check us out on YouTube as well. But basically we create stories that do stuff like promote our other platforms like our podcast or our blog. So for this podcast episode, when it goes live on Monday, we will have a story on our profile all day Monday that kind of summarizes some of the main points from this podcast that will hopefully provide value to our followers. That's the primary goal, but secondarily might bring some of our followers over to listen to the full thing. You can also do a Q&A just through graphics and answer your audience's most frequently asked questions. You can either design these directly inside Instagram by using a stock photo background or a plain color background, or you can do something a bit fancier, which is what we do inside Canva. And finally, you can shout out your community and show your appreciation to the people who are engaging with your content. So this is something like we like to do every Friday on the Creatorly Media Instagram. We shout out accounts of people that we've seen commenting lately or liking lately or messaging us, and we let our community know to go check out their profiles. So that's one category of content that you can do on Instagram is sharing story graphics. Another thing you can do is share content from your feed. 
or from other profiles. So if you see a post from someone else in your niche that supports a post that you made or provides additional information that might be helpful to your audience, you can share it to your story. Or when you post a new meme or graphic or whatever to your feed, you can share that to your story as well. This isn't going to be the most engaging form of story content because it might be, you know, the second time somebody's seen it today. But for a lot of people, they go to stories first when they go on Instagram. And so by sharing your feed content to your story, you might be able to drive some more traffic to that content that you work so hard on. And finally, the last category of stuff you can post on stories as a faceless brand is your surroundings. So using the same concept as I mentioned for your feed, you can take photos or videos of your surroundings to use for your stories as well. Maybe you have a busy day ahead of you so you can share a photo of your laptop and your coffee saying it's time to get to work on insert niche project here. This helps create a small personal connection without sharing too much if you're not feeling comfortable with it. The true secret to growing a brand without showing your face is by experimenting, just like you would with any other brand style. You have to see what works for you, your brand, and your audience. I would suggest trying out a mix of the different post types that I've described throughout this episode and finding a strategy that works best for you. You can follow the Creatorly Media Instagram to watch how we continue adjusting our strategy to grow our brand. And I also recommend checking out the Every Girl on Instagram as well as the Girl Boss account on Instagram. Both of those are great examples of faceless brands that are making it work flawlessly. So thanks so much for listening. I hope this was a helpful episode for you and we'll see you next week. Thanks so much for listening to the Creator Club podcast. This show is produced by Creatorly Media, a social media and content marketing agency by creators for creators. If you want professional help growing your social media platforms or creating your content, come visit us at creatorlymedia.com or at creatorlymedia on Instagram. If you've listened this far into the episode, we want to know who you are. Seriously, thank you so much for listening. Screenshot your podcast app and share it to your Instagram story, tagging at Creatorly Media or at Katie Steckley so that we can chat. Again, thanks for listening and remember to keep on creating. We'll catch you next time.